Oh yeah. You know what time it is. Oh yeah is right, you guys. Oh yeah. You know, uh, it has been brought to my attention that uh, some of my levels on the podcast uh, are a little off. And it sounds weird. And I'm sorry, um, I don't edit these. <laughs> I just record them, and then I put them out into the internet, and I didn't realize uh, until it got brought to my attention. Um, so I'm trying my best. Um, for those of you guys that listen to my other podcast, you're like, well, how come that one sounds so much better than this one? Well, I have a professional person that edits it and a network that works with me there. But this is all me in my house. So anyway, guys, what is going on? That was the Ferris Bueller theme song that you guys heard, that famous song, oh yeah, because today is the day. NLDS, game one, Dodgers versus the Nats, rematch of the 2016 NLDS, which was kind of a headache if I'm being honest. Um, But, you know, they made the announcement yesterday, and I'm sure that the announcement was probably made uh, amongst the players. You know, I doubt that they just told him yesterday, but the official announcement was made yesterday that Walker Bueller is the game one starter. And I'm going to be honest, I am surprised in a good way, not a bad way. Um, I thought that, you know, just in terms of how things play out in October, that that was definitely the right decision. And I was hoping that they would err on the side of let's go with what history tells us. And history tells us that the pitchers with the dominant stuff, like Walker Bueller, are the ones that dominate in October. So you want them starting, obviously, multiple games. Uh, And, you know, although, you know, Clayton Kershaw has been our guy. You know, he came up with the Dodgers. You know, we've seen him grow up since he was a teenager, and he's, you know, he was our best pitcher for quite a while, and he's still a very, very good pitcher. Um, He's just not the ace, quote-unquote, of the Dodgers staff. I mean, and maybe he, and not, he's not the ace, you know? He's a very good pitcher on a very good team, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think if you ask Clayton Kershaw, and he's and, and you asked him, hey Clayton, um, you know you guys have been in the playoffs a lot throughout your career, 2008, 9, yeah, you guys remember those, uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and now 19. So Clayton Kershaw, this will be your ninth trip to the postseason. Would you rather? start game one, be the game one starter, quote unquote, and not come away with a ring? Or would you rather be the game two or three starter and come away with the ring? I guarantee you at this point, Clayton Kershaw will say, I just want a ring. He has nothing else to prove anymore, you guys. You know, his his playoff, you know, struggles, you know, he has struggled a bit. You know, he's had some great games in the playoffs, and he's had some, you know, we've all been there, you know, against the Cardinals, you know, a couple times, two years in a row, I think, yeah. 
Uh, you know, he's against the Astros. I've talked about many times how he blew game five in Houston in 2017. You know, um, last year he did okay, but, you know, the Dodgers lost, you know, four games to one. So obviously he didn't, it wasn't like he did that great. You know, you know, 2008 and nine, you know, he, 2008, he came out of the bullpen wasn't really a factor, but I'm just saying, man, like, you know, he had his run as the guy and now he's just one of the guys. And that's totally fine because the Dodgers have the best team that I've ever seen. Okay. They do on paper. They have the best team I've ever seen on the field. They definitely have the best team I've ever seen. And statistically, you know, they set a, a National League record for home runs in a season. And, I, I, you know, we'll probably put an asterisk next to that record because whatever they did to the balls this season, <laughs> I just realized I said whatever they did to the balls, um, you know, the balls are flying out. It, it's not a secret anymore. Um, but at the same time, they've also won more games in a single season than any other Dodger team in my lifetime. Actually, in anyone's lifetime. I don't know why I said my lifetime. You know, this is the best. This has been the best regular season Dodger team. You got three guys with over 30 home runs. And, you know, Turner, had he not gotten hurt a couple times throughout the year, he probably would have gotten it too. Seager, you know, hit 19 home runs. Almost got the 20. You know, he was hurt. But can you believe that the Twins have five dudes on their team with 30 home runs? <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I didn't realize, because uh, I don't, I just, the Twins are never on TV. You know, I watch a lot of baseball. I mean, mostly Dodger baseball, obviously. But, you know, I watch Sunday night baseball. And if I'm home and for some reason the Dodgers aren't on, you know, and there's a baseball game on, I'll watch it. I don't know if I've seen the Twins play one single game. I didn't realize Nelson Cruz was on the Twins. Um, I mean, I know that name, but I don't know any of the other names. I know that I think their center fielder is that Buxton kid that was like the number one overall pick. Um, couldn't tell you what his stats are. I know Sano is on that team. Um, we've been over this. I don't know a lot of people in the Twins, but they set the record for most home runs in a season by a team, period. The Yankees. Missed it by one. They finished with 306, I believe, and the Twins with 307, which is crazy, man. The ball's just flying out. And I saw a note that said that baseball was going to go back to uh, using the old balls for the playoffs, which uh, I hope they do, man, because, you know, with the balls flying out, I mean, the Dodgers have benefited, you know, greatly from these inflated balls or whatever you call them, juiced balls, I don't know. But I would rather see the Dodgers' arms, you know, take care of business. Maybe Ken, maybe Kenley doesn't give up those late inning home runs if the ball's a normal ball, you know? Because I don't know, I mean, you guys remember, but in 2017, that World Series, even though it was one of the most exciting World Series ever, those balls were flying out left and right. Everybody was hitting home runs, and it was just like, this is just not, I mean, it's baseball, but it's, come on, man, like, I'm fine with watching a pitcher's duel because I'm a baseball fan. I'm fine watching a two-to-one game 
a three to two game. I don't need to see an eleven to ten score or twelve to 10. like. I don't need to see that, especially in the playoffs, especially if my team's involved. Um, so ah, just crazy. Uh, October, anything can happen, you know. Uh, I'm not excited. That's I mean it's whatever, but to face the Nationals and uh, right off the bat they have. I want to. I don't want to say a psychological advantage, but uh, you know they're starting a lefty because they 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 emptied out all their tank just to get through that wild card game. They threw all their starters, and uh, so Patrick Corbin, who's very good, he's been statistically pretty good against the Dodgers. But what happens is with him in the lineup, you know the Dodgers go more righty than lefty. And that means Jock's not going to be in the lineup, and he's got 36 home runs. And you guys know I don't like that, but that's probably what they're going to do. They're probably going to start Taylor and Pollock, and Belly will probably still get to start. But, you know, you got – that's already right there. Jock's on the bench. I don't like that. And I don't know – they haven't even announced the roster yet, so that'll be interesting to see who they actually go with. I can't imagine a scenario where they go – with less than 13 position players because they just have so many pitchers and they still have so many uh, starters in the bullpen or that they can put in the bullpen that it just doesn't make sense for them to carry more pitchers than they need to. But uh, I'll tell you what, uh, both of my wild card picks fell through. <laughs> I thought the Nats were going to get upset. And you know what? And it was looking good, man. I knew Scherzer, you know, Scherzer, everyone makes a big deal about him. Like, yeah, he's got great stuff. You know, he's a solid. I mean, he's a good pitcher. He's a Cy Young winner. I get it. But, like, I feel like sometimes he's a little overrated. Just a little bit. What has Max Scherzer done? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got one blue eye, one brown eye. That's weird. But, like, it's not him. Like, yeah, he's won a Cy Young or two, I guess, maybe. But it's just, I, I don't know. Like, I just never... He just never really got the Dodgers. It's not like he's dominated the Dodgers. We beat him in the playoffs. Okay, we've already done it. You know, so I knew that I had a feeling that the Brewers would get to him, and I was right. But then the fucking Brewers blew it, man. John Hader. If that's not karma, I don't know what is. Uh, you guys remember he got in trouble for saying a bunch of racist shit on Twitter when he was younger. It's whatever, you know, he was a kid, but... You know, people don't forget stuff like that, and then now he gets, you know, gives up the lead in the world in, in in the wild card game, and now the Brewers go home, and now the Dodgers play the Nationals, and everyone says the Nationals are the biggest threat because they have the best pitching, and blah blah blah. I'm like, what are you talking? Did you see what the Dodgers put together over the course of the season? The Dodgers have a 14 game winner, a 15 game winner, a 15 game winner. A 10-game winner that's going to be coming out of the... Like, are you serious, dude? Get out of here. Okay? We're not fucking... <laughs> the Dodgers are not scared of the Nationals. We've already beat them in the playoffs. The Dodgers have home field advantage this time. There's nothing I'm worried about. Yeah, the Nationals are good. They've got some good hitters. Big fucking deal, man. You think that kid Soto is going to come through in October? Playing in October is a lot different. You know, playing on the national stage instead of playing in D.C. in front of, you know, a bunch of people that are like kind of baseball fans, but not really. But they are, but they're not. You know, it's 
There are no die-hard Nationals fans. They've only been in D.C. for like 10 years, man. The rest of those guys were fucking banging interns a few years ago or trying to be the intern that gets banged. Like, nobody cares about base. It's like, I mean, they have, they like the team. Yeah, sure. But it's not like they're die-hard. There's no tradition there. People there don't remember the Washington Senators. Do you know? It's not like the Expos fans are still rooting. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they are. Are you an Expos fan or former Expos fan that is now rooting for the Nationals? I doubt it. You think Bryce Harper's rooting for the Nationals? Fuck no. <laughs> uh, anyway, all I know is that the Dodgers, you know, they're going to get Corbin if this game, if the series goes, you know, five games. They're for sure going to see him twice, but I don't like that necessarily because I don't like the all, the mostly righty lineup. You know this. I've talked about it many times. It's going to happen, but I just don't love it if I'm being honest. So um, I imagine the lineup today will go something like this. And you can quote me on this. I'm recording this at, uh, at 9 a.m., by the way, so I haven't seen the starting lineup yet. Uh, I imagine Freeze bats first because he always bats first against the lefty. Sometimes they give it to Pollock, but I bet it'll be Freeze. Pollock will probably bat second, and then you'll have Turner, and then you'll probably put in a... Put Belly in the four spot, and then probably Taylor. I imagine it's going to be Taylor, and then you follow it up with Muncy, and then you probably throw Will Smith in there, and then Seeger will be the eighth hitter. That's crazy. I feel like I forgot somebody, but it's whatever. Uh, you get it. I'm just I'm just going with David Freeze at the top of the lineup. That's usually what they do in this situation. They hope that he can ambush somebody. It's fine, but, you know, the best lineup is when the Dodgers are facing the righty because then you got all the thumpers in there. But uh, I'm excited, man. I'm a little bummed out because i got to take a plane. So uh, i got to fly out to Minnesota. I'm going to miss game one and two. makes me sad. Uh, I won't be back unless the Dodgers – I was see, I was hoping the Dodgers would play the Brewers because uh, I'm going to be in Minnesota this weekend. And, you know, Minnesota, from where I am to Milwaukee, is only like a two and a half hour drive, I think. So my plan was potentially, you know, go to game three in Milwaukee and just take a flight the next day and come back to L.A. But the fucking Brewers choked, so I'm not going to be going to D.C., although that would be cool. It's just a little bit more money. Um, so, yeah, so I'll be... Flying out and watching the game from the airport during my layover. And then I'll be watching tomorrow night's game, game two, uh, from the venue that I'm performing at. Shout out to Goonies Comedy Club. Uh, they have a nice little sports bar right next to it because I was watching the Dodgers playoffs last year when I was there also. So, uh, so yeah. Um, like I said, I'm excited. But I'm bummed out that I'm going to miss it. I will be home if there's a Game 5 in this series, but I do not want a Game 5. <laughs> I hate Game 5s, Game 7s, you know, win or go home. Like, I just, it's just too stressful for me. And to be there, like, the, the like as a baseball fan, like, I can watch two other teams play in a Game 7 or a wild card, and it's, it's very enjoyable. But uh, to watch my team and to be there... You know, I was at, I was at Game Five 
when the Dodgers played the Mets, um, 2015, right? No, 16. 16. No, 15. That was right. Um, and that was, like, it was fun, but it was just, like, stressful, obviously. And uh, watching Game 7 against the Astros, just like, uh, and then against the Brewers last year. Oh, my God. Um, you know, it's just tough, man. So I don't want a Game 5. I'd rather not go. So if uh, let's just hope the Dodgers win it in 3 or 4. Um, and then I'm going to be gone for next weekend, so I'm going to miss a potential NLCS home game. The whole series, because I'm gone two weekends in a row. It's just the way it worked out. It's kind of a bummer also, but, you know, it is what it is, man. You know, I, I, I always knew that this would happen. You know, I went my first few years in comedy, not like I had a ton of opportunities, but um, I had, you know, I made it a point to not book myself in October so that I could go to playoff games because I love it. You know, it's great. But, you know, over the last couple years, I've, you know, just come to, come to grips with the fact that I'm going to, I've already sacrificed so much in my comedy career and pursuing my comedy career, you know, uh, sacrificed a social life, <laughs> sacrificed, you know, having a lot of money and all those things that come along with it, you know, as you're trying to work your way up. But, uh, you know, I've just come to the grips with I'm going to continue having to sacrifice things. And one of those things is, you know, not, you know, just work, not working the road in October just so I can go to Dodger playoff games. Although um, <laughs> I got a job. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm talking like more about non-baseball stuff, but it's kind of baseball related. But anyway, um, I got offered a, a headlining gig in Vegas this uh, yeah this month in October. And uh, it's a company that I've been wanting to work for because they run a bunch of comedy clubs like all over the country. And I've been going back. I've been emailing them for at least the last year or so. And they finally got back to me and offered me a date in October, um, October 24th at, at the uh, I think it's the Rampart Casino in Vegas. It's called Bonkers Comedy Club. And my initial thought was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit, wait. That's going to be during the World Series. So I had to check to see when the dates were. And luckily, it was on a uh, on one of the World Series off dates. So I was like, yeah, I could take that job. So, you know, I made it to my I, I made a point to, you know, yeah, I, I accepted work, you know, throughout the first couple weeks of October. So, you know, recognizing that I was probably going to miss a lot of the Dodger, you know, playoff home games. But I made sure that no matter what. I would be home for whatever the World Series was. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be able to go to all the games, but I'll probably be able to go to one or two, maybe two. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll start a GoFundMe for two games, but you know, just to go at least go to one World Series game is just, you know, I never. Th I mean, I always hoped I would go to one, and then I finally got to go in 2017, and it was amazing. You know, I, I was lucky enough to go to the game that the Dodgers, one of the games the Dodgers won, Game Six. But it almost didn't happen. You know, we had a little mishap as my girlfriend and I tried to go to game two of the World Series that year. But, you know, luckily, you know, it was a great series and the Dodgers brought it back home. And, you know, I'm glad I didn't go to game seven because that would have just been heartbreaking. Like, that would have been so many emotions. Like, the emotions. Because I cried at that World Series game. I cried going to my first World Series game, you guys. I mean, I cried Dodger games anyway, but whatever. 
Um, <laughs> it's just a special place for me, but I cried at that World Series game because it was just something that I had been waiting to experience, you know, for, you know, at that point, you know, 30, what, 36 years I had been waiting for that at that point. So, um, no, not that long, more than that. <laughs> 38 years. God, I'm old, man. <laughs> I'd waited 38 years to finally go to a World Series game. So, yeah, of course I was going to be emotional. Uh, and then the Dodgers went again. And I got to go last year. And it's just like, you know, I can, I can say a lot of things about, you know, how much I love the Dodgers, which is a lot, obviously. And, you know, talk about career-wise, where I want my career to be as a comedian and so forth. Um, but to have uh, the support system and also the financial, you know, I don't make a lot of money. I'm a comedian, <laughs> but I've made enough money and I still have my other job um, because of that to be able to afford to go to not one World Series game, but two World Series games. It's like, you know, yeah, I want to be in a place you know, further along than I am now, but at the same time, you know, my life's pretty good, man, and you know, part of it is because, you know, I haven't rushed into having kids and having babies and, you know, and all those things, you know, because I think that if I had those things, I'd have to give up a lot more than I already give up, but, you know, to be able to make a little money doing what I love, you know, you can't beat that, and doing podcasts and stuff, which I make, I think I've made a total of, like, $47 on my podcast, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, it's just, it's one of those things, man. So I love it, like I said, um, and I hope I can go to a World Series game again this year. I hope they make it. I think they're going to. Um, I don't know who will play. You know, I would love to, I've already talked about it. I'd love to play the Astros. I'd love to uh, settle the bet that I made with my buddy in Houston you know, that we made two years ago, who's over at ESPN Houston, uh, I'd like to bet him again and win this time, um, I'd just like to see the Dodgers win and get the rematch against them, I don't, I don't need to see a Dodgers-Yankees, you know, I didn't grow up with that rivalry like, you know, so many people did, and that's why I, do, I really don't understand why so many Dodger fans, I mean, I know why, because so many of them are just dumb, but... <laughs> I mean, I, you want to know how dumb Dodger fans are. I've talked about it. These casual fans, people are complaining on these forums that Walker Bueller's getting the start in game one. And it's like, what universe are you living in? What playoff game that Clayton Kershaw blew, I'll say it, you know, over the last few years makes you say that he should be the game one starter. He's had his opportunities. We've already done it. Walker Bueller throws 98 miles an hour consistently. And you don't think he's going to be a little bit juiced up today to be pitching game one of the NLDS at home? And that Dave Roberts and the organization has the confidence in him to be that game? You don't think he's going to have a little extra coming out of the gate? And you don't think that's going to make a statement when he goes up there and starts striking dudes out and getting his confidence? He's already confident. He's a confident dude. And I love it. And he says bad words in interviews. And I love that. He's exactly the kind of guy that we want pitching up there on game one. 
he anyone that questions Walker Bueller getting the start today is stupid and they don't know shit about baseball I'll say it right now okay anyone who questions Walker Bueller starting today is stupid and they don't know shit about baseball I'm gonna say it actually for the people in the back I'm gonna say it okay ready anyone that doesn't think Walker Bueller should get the start today is stupid he's the guy to go to today and if you don't agree you're a stupid stupid Dodger fan there you go I said it um, yeah it, it's gonna be great now the game two start will be interesting because you know you have all these metrics and whatnot that show that Ryu is better at home than he is on the road um, and the same thing can be said about Kershaw. You know, he could do, he could pitch on the road. He's already done it in DC. You know, he's come out of the bullpen against the Nationals in DC. Like, all signs point to Clayton being that third starter, and I'm fine with that because what that means is if Kershaw's the game three starter, then that means that he can come out of the bullpen in game five if necessary and we've already know we've already seen him do that multiple times to very good success Clayton out of the bullpen minus 2008 um, is very good out of the bullpen in the playoffs so if he is the game three starter that lines him up perfectly to come out of the bullpen in game five because then the Dodgers have options for game four they can go with Hill maybe they can go with a bullpen piggyback game you know, they can do a number of things, but that makes Kershaw available because we don't need him coming out of, you know, think about how many times Kershaw came uh, and started on, on three game on three days rest. A couple of times it worked out and a couple of times it did not work out. So we don't need him to do that shit anymore. But to come out of the bullpen and throw a couple on the day that would have been his side day. Awesome. OK, so I'll say it again. If you're a Dodger fan and you don't think Walker Bueller should get the start today, you're fucking dumb. Okay? Yeah. Did Ryu have a great season? Yeah. He had a great season. He had a career year. He's a Cy Young candidate. That's great. But his stuff is not the kind of stuff that tends to dominate in October. Obviously, you got guys like Greg Maddox and Tommy Glavin that are the exception. But how many World Series did those Braves win? Let me think. Oh, yeah, they fucking won one. Okay? They won one World Series. So something wasn't right with those arms. Smolty did a great job. You know, he was dominant in October. But, you know, when those guys that don't throw super hard, you know, those balls get a little bit bigger in October. It's easier for this. I'm just saying, dude, it's a great fucking thing that, that they did to put Bueller out there. I would say... You know, Buck Hill going out for the start in game in game four. First of all, I don't even want a game four. I just want the Dodgers to go three, sweep them, and be done with it. But, you know, you got guys like, like Gonsolin. Like I said, I still don't know who, who made the roster. We still don't know who the roster is going to be. But by the time you guys hear this podcast, the rosters will be up. But I don't got time to wait for that. So, um, my prediction is uh, the Dodgers, of course. Uh, I feel like they'll take this three games to one. I think they, I think they'll take it in four. I would like for them to sweep, but I feel like the Nats will probably steal a game 
in LA. I hope it's not game one, but I feel like for some reason they're going to win one game and then the Dodgers will come back and uh, win both games in Washington and not have to force the game five. That's just how I feel. And if that's the case, uh, I could see a situation where uh, game four is just, they just throw the studs out there. Maybe throw Hill out there for two innings and then follow up with Gonsolin, Urias, May, if he makes it, and just keep throwing those fireballers for an inning or two until they piece it together. Um, that's just what I feel, but we'll see what happens, man. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, I hope this is the year, you guys, that I finally get drunk because the Dodgers won the World Series. I've talked about it many times. I've never been drunk before, ever, and uh, I, I, I vow to one day get drunk when the Dodgers win the World Series, so let's hope that it happens. Um, if you're listening to this and for some reason you're in Rochester, Minnesota, I'm heading your way uh, Friday and Saturday this weekend for four shows. And then uh, next Tuesday, I will be at the Ontario Improv, October 8th. Um, <laughs> I made sure that it was an off day. You're welcome. And then next weekend, I will be um, two places. I will be in La Crosse, Wisconsin on Friday at Moxie's at the American, I think it's called. And then Saturday, I'll be in Duluth, Minnesota next week, October 12th at Dublin's Irish Pub. Great little comedy club that they run there um, and then I'll be back home and then I'll be at Pechanga uh, October 17th, 18th, 19th and 20th down in Temecula so that'll be great so uh, if you guys want to see me come see me in those places um, let's go Dodgers and uh, let's fucking do this man I'm so excited forgot uh this has been my Boo thoughts guys thanks so much for listening um all season and uh this is crazy but this um this might be my last episode because i don't know what's going to happen this weekend dodgers could lose and you know i don't come back once the season's over so i'm i can't imagine a circumstance where that happens uh that this is my last episode well it won't be because no matter what uh, I'll be doing one next week on Monday before we get into, you know, or the season might be, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think it's going to be over, but anyway, I'll be back on Monday uh, for the next episode and we'll see where we are from there. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening all season. You guys, this is my blue thoughts. <laughs>